Have I ever told you about precision driving? When I was just a kid, we were in the car, the family car, and my dad was going someplace, and I was quite anxious to get there. So I kept saying to my dad, why are you going so slow? Why don't you go around that people and, and, and hurry up? Let's get going. So he put up with this for a little while, and then he says, you know what? If I was to uh, hurry up and hurry up and and speed and try to pass everybody I could, you know how much sooner we would get there? No. About one minute. Oh. So I knew he was telling the truth, but it didn't really uh, mean too much to me, but I, I shut up about it. One minute didn't seem like very much time and about a half hour trip, but he was right. So when I started driving my own car many years later, of course, everything just went out the one year and I forgot all about it. And when I had my own car, it was a little sporty car. It was a Mercury Capri, 1972. They were made in Germany, imported for Lincoln Mercury. I got the first one with a V6 engine. And after changing the carburetor and the uh, distributor and the exhaust system, it was a quick little car. And I didn't uh, drive too fast on highways, but uh, I didn't like to slow down behind people, let's say. In other words, I was a neurotic jerk driver, like most people seem to be on the road. And in one day, every, every um, weekend, I would drive from Palm Springs, California, where I worked and lived on the weekends. And on Sunday afternoon, I would drive back to San Diego, California, where I was going to college. It's about a 120-some mile drive through a lot of back roads at the time. It was Freeway 15, part of it. But it, the roads were still two-lane freeways back then. And there was one particular road that would go up over a mountain. And it was a long road with a sheer drop-off cliff off to the one side and uh, just straight up mountain on the other side. And if you got behind a truck as you were going up this mountain, it was going to be a slow drive. It was hard to pass the truck because the mountain would curve around to the right. So if you tried to pass somebody, you really couldn't see who was coming around the hill up above. Well, one day I was driving and sure enough, stuck behind a big truck, tractor trailer, probably going only, I don't know, 45 miles an hour. We were going up this long hill and there was a car in front of me between me and the truck. Well, this car in front of me was obviously a little too anxious and they was tailgating this truck and pretty soon he just couldn't stand it anymore so he decided he was going to pass on this hill anyway so he pulled around to the left and started to pass this truck going uphill and you can accelerate too fast but he was doing it anyway and as he got about halfway to the middle of this truck passing it on the left there comes around the corner another truck coming down the hill well that would have been bad enough. It was another tractor trailer, but it wasn't carrying a regular trailer. It was carrying a half of a mobile home, a double wide. So it had a huge wide load on the back of this truck. And I instantly saw this as a sign that I was going to be now wiped off the road. There was going to be collision because there was nothing the guy going up the hill could do to back off. And there was nothing the guy coming down the hill with a big double wide could do to slow down or stop so i thought they were going to crash and then they would crash into me because i was downhill from the whole mess but for some way i have no idea how those cars the three of them passed each other 
without a wreck. I could see the big tractor trailer coming down a hill with its trailer going off the edge of the road and dust and gravels flying from the wheels. But the car that was passing managed to squeeze between the other two and keep on going up the hill. It scared the bejesus out of me. And I decided I would just slow down and take my time going up this hill. But wait, there's more. Sure enough, as I got up the hill, the road curves up the mountain to the left. And then you could see up in front of you around the other truck that was still in front of me. And guess who was up ahead, maybe a quarter mile ahead of us? The same crazy driver tailgating another truck just a quarter mile ahead. And there he stayed until it got all the way to the top of the hill and we started down again. This left an impression. I thought I had come close to losing my life in a fraction of a second, but it told me the stupidity of being an erotic jerk driver. So I came up with a theory of what I call precision driving. Now this is back in the early 70s when they, uh, there was the Arab oil embargo and gasoline was in a short supply across the country. It was so bad that the president of the United States passed an executive order lowering the national speed limit from 65, some state 70, to 55. And that meant everybody had to slow down, thinking that that would use less gasoline or diesel fuel across the country and help us to get through this fuel shortage that was going on in the early 70s. It was a terrible time. There was rationing of gasoline at gas stations at the time. So because of that, people had to slow down. And I heard one ad to try to get people to use less gasoline that said, try to imagine when you're taking off from a stop that there is a raw egg and still in the shell between your foot and the accelerator pedal. Make sure that when you accelerate your car from a stop that you don't break that egg. In other words, no jackrabbit starts. Take off and accelerate smoothly because that's where you use a large portion of the fuel, the gasoline, is when you take off going from zero to, say, 50 miles an hour. So I remembered that. Take off slowly. No jackrabbit starts. And then the most important thing with precision driving is do not tailgate. Do not tailgate. Most serious accidents are from tailgating. You ever heard of a 50 car pileup, a 80 car pileup? Well, that's what causes an 80 car pileup. People on the freeway going 75 or 80 miles an hour, everybody bumper to bumper as they're flying down a road. And then suddenly somebody has an accident, maybe a truck tire, a big truck has a blowout and it goes sideways. And then the car right behind it crashes. And then the cars behind those, there's no possible way that they can put on the brakes without crashing into the car or truck behind in front of them and then the other cars behind them will crash into them and it just crash 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 until almost within seconds you've got 80 or even 100 cars that have slid into each other and crashed all because they were tailgating mostly so how do you know if you're tailgating as a very simple way to tell if you're on a highway if you can read the license plate number of the vehicle in front of you you are too close to that vehicle if you're going 75 miles an hour and you can even make out anything of the license plate in front of you, you are going too close. It's that simple. 
Again, if you can read the license plate of the vehicle in front of you, you're too close, back off. For years, I'd play these uh, games with my kids, talking to them about precision driving. And I would point out as I was taken in places to school or other activities in the city, and I would point out the stupidity of these neurotic drivers that were constantly switching in and out of lanes and jockeying for a position to try to get ahead and gunning the gas to take off to try to get around just one more car. I would say, look at them making the fools of themselves. Now just watch this. See the stoplight up ahead? See if we don't come up and park right next to them at that stoplight or even past them. And time after time, that's exactly what happens. We come right up to the car that was making a fool of themselves, trying to get ahead and get someplace sooner. And we just come right next to them or even past them because they just happen to be in the wrong lane at the stoplight. Well, I thought that this is a fairly new phenomenon related to driving. But then I heard an old Arab saying that said something to the effect that the hurried man on his camel and the slow man on his donkey both meet at the ferry. In other words, the one man who's in great hurry and, and running down the sands with his camel or his horse and the poor man who is on his donkey slowly plodding along, they both meet up at the river waiting for the slow-moving ferry boat to come across to take them both across the river. They both meet at the ferry. Well, you might think that I'm just uh, an old geezer who just doesn't want to go very fast anymore. Well, I don't like to be stupid when I drive, and I do like going fast. I have my need for speed at times. I drive a Dodge Hellcat with a six-speed transmission in it. I have a need sometimes, but don't ever hot rod or drive like a neurotic jerk around other people. So I hope you will pass this on and teach anybody you can about precision driving. Thank you and take care of yourselves. This is Stanley Diaz.